In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, 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 members, what's up? Jeff is in for host of Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. Welcome to this episode. Glad you're here. Glad you're tuning in. And not sure when you're listening to this, but I'm recording this right after the Thanksgiving holiday. So once again, uh, during this time of the season where the focus is uh, on appreciation, gratitude, and giving thanks, once again, I'm giving thanks for you, the listener, for being here. Appreciate you tuning in. Would love to uh, get to know you a little bit better. And if you haven't yet joined our private Facebook group, just for podcast listeners, please check it out. It's over on Facebook. You go to Facebook and you type in... That's my keyboard sound. You type into the search bar at Facebook, Mortgage Marketing Radio, and you should find the private group. There will be a few questions for you to answer just because we're trying to make sure we, you know, we don't want any trolls. We don't want vendors trying to, you know, pitch products and stuff like that. We want to keep it a, a safe, positive, supportive place to have uh, an ongoing conversation and dialogue about helping you, right, achieve your goals that you have in your mortgage business. So, Come on over to Facebook, type in Mortgage Market Radio, join us over there. And, you know, uh, I'm going to be going live in the next couple of weeks, special sessions just for podcast listeners only in that Facebook group. Ask me anything's extra bonus content. Just because what the heck, if I'm here talking about, right, surviving and thriving the digital real estate disruption and being a modern mortgage originator, a hybrid loan officer, then I better be practicing what I'm preaching and using the platforms and tools, right? And so uh, that's one way that I'm going to be doing that. So Facebook, check me out over there. Okay, hey, other quick reminder too, before I get into this week's special uh, episode is I got an email the other day from one of our members in our pro membership. And I just wanted to share her comment. And her name is Carrie. So Carrie, if you're listening, shout out to you. Um, Carrie says, uh, as a result of the classes that we've been providing for her, that she's been teaching in her local market in person and over Zoom. I'm talking about agent classes where she, you know, several times a month will host a Zoom and she'll invite agents through email and SMS text messaging and other things she does. And she'll get agents who show up for her classes and we provide her the content for all of that. The PowerPoint, the speaker notes, what to say, the promotional materials and images, the flyers, the emails, et cetera, et cetera. And She's been doing a great job. She's been working her tail off. She's just now roughly at her first year in the business. But the other day she had mentioned that 40% of her production this year has come exclusively from the classes. So shout out to you, Carrie. 
for taking action and being consistent because you've done the work. So kudos to you. And so that's just one example. If you wanted to learn more about, well, what are, what are these done for you turn key classes that you're providing for loan officers to be able to get in front of agents in person and virtually to drive conversations that leads to referrals? Well, go check it out. Mortgagemarketing.pro. You can learn more there. There's a brief video I put up and see what we're doing and see what other people are saying. Mortgagemarketing.pro. All right, so let's talk about my uh, special guest this week. You know, I did a poll in the uh, Facebook group just for podcast listeners, and I asked them who would like a podcast talking about non-QM loans. And the overwhelming responses were, yes, I would like to learn more about non-QM loans. And so that's what this episode here is today. Uh, my special guest is Tom Hutchins. He is the Executive Vice President of Production for Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions, who is uh, a large player when it comes to non-conforming products. And if you're not familiar with these, you need to get familiar with them because these non-QM products, right, offer consumers unique flexibility. Uh, many of you already know that that every borrower isn't cookie cutter, right? That not every borrower is just, you know, a paper, right? As we used to say back in the day, right? Nowadays, you've got you've got the uh, the gig economy, the side hustle economy, the 1099 income earner, the self-employed person who's writing down a lot on their taxes, right? And how do you get those people? How do you, where do you find a place for them? And this is whether you're at a broker, you're doing correspondent or whatnot, even if you're at a direct lender, there's still a possibility for you to play in this space of non-QM. So uh, Angel Orc has done some incredible things when it comes to their platform and technology and streamlined operations. And you know they're known for quick response times and their communication process and uh, definitely one of the more well-respected non-QM providers in there. And I think why this conversation is useful for you is again, who is the future borrower? It isn't the person who's been working at the factory for 20, 30 years, right? It isn't the person necessarily who's got that just straight up clean W-2 income and tax returns, right? It's something that's non-conventional, non-conforming. And that's what Angel Oak specializes in. And I think you'll learn a lot about how to address that type of borrower. And think about the unique niches that you could have as well, uh, serving those underserved, right? Non-conforming people out there in the new economy that we're facing. If you become, if you help them solve the problem of qualifying for a mortgage, well, you can write your own ticket. So, without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Tom Hutchins, welcome to the show. Hey, great, Jeff. Great to be here. Thank you. Glad to have you. I know you're very busy. Thanks for making time. As you know from just a moment ago, I put it out to my audience, my listeners. Hey, guys, would you like to have a conversation about non-QM loans? And the overall resounding response was yes. So uh, glad to have you here. For those listening, why don't you just share your you know kind of brief background? Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, again, thanks for having me, Jeff. Ha happy to be on. Always can make time to talk about non-QM. Um, so I have been with uh, Angel Oak uh, about eight years now. We, we started, uh, and I'll give you some history about Angel Oak, but I, I myself personally, I've been in the, the mortgage space since the late, late 90s, primarily in the wholesale and correspondent channels, and, and often uh, a big portion of that working in the, the non-agency space, which is what, uh, what, where Angel Oak participates as well. Uh, I was brought on really kind of phase one at Angel Oak. Um, really what Angel Oak was or started as is, is an asset manager in the, you know, primarily in the residential mortgage-backed security space. 
And, you know, we just, we, they, they saw and we saw an opportunity, uh, you know, after the financial crisis, um, the, the, you know, we talk about the pendulum pre-crisis, you know, 04, 05, 06, the lending standards were way too, too aggressive and too far to one side. And, and then, uh, then the financial crisis struck and the pendulum swung, you know, very far to the other side. And, you know, really just it, it created an opportunity because it locked a lot of people out of, you know, their ability to get a loan. And um, you know, post-crisis, up until really until we kind of started the space and, and a couple others, if you couldn't get a Fannie or Freddie or FHA or VA loan, you know, maybe a little bit of prime jumbo, but, but there just were not many lending options. And so the non-QM space was, was born and, and Angel Oak was born to just kind of you know, fill, fill a need in the market. And, and that's what we've been doing pretty, you know, pr- pretty well over the years. Yeah, fantastic. And I was around in those days. I started as originator in 2003 and went through, uh-huh. <laughs> went through all the way to 2010, you know, so I definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, no, it was uh, cr- crazy, crazy times for sure. So for the, and again, I apologize if this is overly simplistic, but how would you describe or define what a non-qualified mortgage is? Uh, you know, I would, I would call it really, in fact, I, I prefer, I mentioned it already as a non-agency because that's, that's really the space. It's, it's, if it won't qualify for agency or prime jumbo or, or government financing, then it, it kind of falls out. That's the QM box. Mm-hmm. So anything outside, outside of that box is non-QM slash non-agency. And that's, that's the market that, you know, we, we just feel there's lots of borrowers and, you know, we can talk more about the, the gig economy and the things that are happening, mm-hmm. you know, just economically, we feel like that space, not only has it been underserved, but the, the, the number of borrowers following into that space are, is growing tremendously. And, and we've seen it grow over the years. Yeah. So you mentioned the gig economy, self-employed, you know, the non-traditional mm-hmm. income earner investors, right? These people who don't typically have your W-2 income, is that really who these loans are suited for? Uh, there's, the, you know, you hit on two of the categories, Jeff. The two, there's three, in, in my mind, there's three high, you know, large overreaching categories. First is that self-employed borrower. And we can talk as much detail as you'd like about that. But those, those are the borrowers that, you know, the Fannie guidelines say, tax returns, two years tax returns, that net number, that's it. No questions asked. That's, that's the rule. And, and, you know, we just have a belief that the tax code and your ability to repay a mortgage are not necessarily one and the same. And, and, you know, and, and, and so that's the, that's the biggest piece of the non-QM business today is that self-employed borrower makes up roughly, I'd say 65% of the non-QM space. Um, so that, you know, what remains is that investor, the professional investor, um, you know, the Dodd, Dodd-Frank rule, actually, it came out in 2014, January 2014, and that really kind of defined this QM and non-QM. And a big piece of QM is that a borrower has to have an ability to repay, but that does not apply to non-owner occupied properties. So we've been able as a um, as a private, you know, private capital bringing ca- private capital to the market, uh, we, you know, we and others have had some flexibility on these non-owner occupied lo- loans. And then the third, so I don't get too too mm-hmm. too deep into any one category right now, but the third is 
probably what you remember from from when you were originating it. It's more the credit challenged borrowers. It's not a it's not an income issue. It's simply just a credit, or we refer to it as, even as a life event. You know, when we started this in 2013 and 2014, there were a lot of people that had gone through the foreclosure through the financial crisis, and so you know, Fannie, Fannie and and Prime Jumbo they had just, you know very strict rules. You had a five or seven year waiting period, and and that was it. If you if you if you hadn't waited that long, you just were automatically disqualified, and so. Uh, and, and now we believe with things that have happened economically through COVID, that category is likely going to see some more opportunity. You know, some borrowers have, have been deemed uh, through through the shutdowns and everything else that COVID, you know, so so many of the other problems that COVID has, has, has brought to, to challenge us. Hmm. So I'm reading a quote here from earlier this year that the projected volume for non-QM is estimated to reach 200 to 300 billion annually over the next few years. Mm -hmm. uh, why do you think that is? Uh, well, I, you know, a lot of it is the size of the market. Uh, just you know, now, now the mortgage space is a two and a half to three trillion dollar annual business. You know, twenty twenty it was a four trillion dollar business because of you know record low rates and refinances that like like we've never seen before. Um, but you know, two and a half trillion market, and and we've really always considered this about a ten percent piece of the market. Okay. And that's for us, that's where those projections come from. Uh, that's also looking at historical data. Prior to you, you said you got in the business in 2003. We look at 2000 to 2002 timeframe. And that's when guidelines in the non-agency space were comparable to non-QM guidelines today. And that's what the business was. It was about 10%. When it got off the rails in 05, 06, non-agency was actually bigger than agency. It was about 60% of the market. And, you know, everybody remembers it was because guidelines and different, different things going on in the market allowed it to grow that big. But we think 10% is, is really the right number where we can, you know, find those borrowers that are not going to qualify and, and then are for, for an agency loan, but they are good. They are good credit risks. They are good borrowers. They just aren't going to fit in the bucket uh, no, you know, known as the agency guidelines. Sure. So for a loan officer listening to this, how, if they, you know, clearly you, you know, we recognize the need for self-employed, for example, uh, non-owner OCK, right? That that's a, a pretty cool mm -hmm. niche as well. Um, how does a loan officer then engage with Angel Oak? Like, let's say they're thinking they're hearing this and they're like, Hey man, I got some clients who would fit that. How, you know what I mean? Bring me down to the street yeah. level. Uh, well, I, you know, one takeaway I'd love your listeners to take to have is just our website. It's it's Angel Oak MS, Angel Oak Mortgage Solutions, angeloakms.com. And, actually, you know, all the resources to, to get started in non-QM are right there on the website. And the first place I would start is find your AE. And we have a map and you just click on the state you're in and all of our AEs cover in that territory pop up and you can just reach out to any of them and that, that and somebody will get back to you very quickly so that you know, we can start the conversation and the education on, on how to get going in this non-QM space. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So that'd be the place that they start right there. And then they have, you guys obviously, you know, have account executives that serve different regions. Yeah. Yes. We have, we have, we're, we're licensed in 45 states. We have AEs covering all of those states, most of them local, uh, in, uh, certainly in the larger markets across the U.S. And, and really, 
they're the experts. I mean, we, the, the reason our business has grown as much as it ha- has, has, and we've had as much success is that our AEs are truly experts in the non-QM space. It's, it's really, it's all we do all day, every day. And it's all we've done since 2013. So, you know, we've, we've gotten pretty good at it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. And by the way, that's uh, interesting. Obviously we know there's, there's a few players in the, in the non-QM space. So I'll give you the opportunity here, you know, to differentiate Angel Oak. Yeah. If people are considering their options, should they have more than one non-QM provider in their, in their roster? Or what do you say to that? Well, um, you know, that, that is fine. Uh, you know, through a wholesale lender, I, I, I would say we should absolutely be one of your first options just because expertise does matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are seeing more people di- kind of dipping their toes into non-QM. And I mean, we see new companies that didn't offer non-QM last week. And now, you know, they're, they're saying, Hey, come to us. We're, we're the non-QM expert. And I, I just believe it takes more than just, you know, putting a product together and guidelines and a matrix and saying, okay, we do non-QM. Uh, you know, all of these loans in the non-QM space, every single one of them is manually underwritten. Mm. And for those big agency lenders who work through DU, there's really not a lot of manual underwriting that goes on at all. And mm. so those lenders trying to now do non-QM, it's just, it's a very different way of doing business. It's, you know, we, we call our loans storied loans and we have, we have underwriters that their their experience at making credit decisions and making good good loans to good borrowers, and then the second piece, Jeff, that I can't you know not not mention is that we also securitize every loan we originate uh, ourselves under the Angel Oak umbrella uh, through our partners over at Angel Oak Capital, and and that's what we've been doing. We issued our first non QM securitization in 2015, so. You know, we're not someone that has to get approval from investors or different, you know, different people in the mix. We make all the decisions ourselves. We make the guidelines and we make exceptions to our guidelines that that we're comfortable making and we don't need anyone else to approve them. And, and so, again, it kind of just speaks to the Angel Oak brand and the Angel Oak expertise. We're, we're you know, I like to say we're, we're kind of we're, we're uh, Main Street all the way to Wall Street. And that's that's who we are. We're, we're in the streets working with brokers and, and loan officers all over the country, but then we also are on Wall Street securitizing this these uh, with private investors and private capital. Mm. So obviously you guys are bullish on the future for non-QM simply because of what what's, you know, used the word earlier, which I love, gig economy. Um, I mean, 10 years from now, right? I'm sure you guys are having mm-hmm. conversations about what's what's the workforce going to look like, right? 10 years from now. Uh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, and, and in fact, I think it's happening so much faster than we even thought because of COVID. Right. You know, we, we're in such a, an odd economy right now that people are you know, more job openings you know, ever and yet high unemployment. And I think it's a lot of people probably more than likely rethinking their career paths and re- maybe perhaps reinventing, reinventing themselves. And you know, it's, it's actually pretty easy to become a self-employed person these days. You go online and form an LLC and be in business, open up shop the next day. Um, and, and so, yes, we, we believe that market is vastly underserved and is, is poised to grow tremendously. I, I, we saw new, new business applications in 2020 uh, were the highest in history. And, and we, you know, just kind of believe that that trend is not just a one-year COVID phenomenon. We, we, we think that's where the, the world is headed. 
Yeah, and to that point as well, I saw earlier today, uh, I forget the exact number, but it was in the millions of how many people um, quit their job. <laughs> right? Hey, yeah, yeah. Out, and <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do this a different way. You know, they right. might be doing the same thing, but they're doing it for themselves or, or you know, whatever their story is. But, you know, that, that's, that's why we're bullish on it. Um, we're also bullish on it because we've proven that these are good loans. You know, one of the, we, we do still have to talk a little bit about misconceptions and people yeah. think this is subprime 2.0 and um, that's, you know, very far from the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have to, I mentioned it already, but on, on every owner occupied and second home transaction we do, we have to have a documented ability, ability to repay for each and every borrower. And that's, if you remember subprime 2.0, the majority of the loans were stated income or no income. And, and it makes a big difference when we actually take a, uh, a peek and, and, and dive into someone's uh, cash flow, even for the business, you know, the, the, these self-employed business bank statement borrowers, we're looking at their cash flow over a 12 month or 24 month period. So we, we are extremely good at, at identifying whether or not they're going to have the ability to repay our mortgage. Yeah, that's an interesting point that you've made there, you know, because we hear the examples so much in the field of, you know, I've got this self-employed person, um, you know, they got a million bucks in the bank, or obviously they're writing down their income on tax returns and stuff like that. So is that where you guys come in and you look at the whole picture instead of, you know, having to fit in this whole box and you'll look at like the assets on hand, for example, as opposed to only the income? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we certainly ability repay a big piece of that is their, their cash flow, And that's really what we're looking at. You know, this, the bar, the example you just gave the person that's got a million dollars, their tax returns might say, because they have a good accountant who, you know, just takes advantage of, of the tax code. I, you know, that's one of the, one of the reasons people choose to be self-employed is right. there are a lot of tax advantages. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, th- that million dollar borrower might only show they make $75,000 to the IRS due to the tax codes. So they're not going to be able to buy that million dollar home or $2 million home. Um, and, and so, yes, we look at the cash flow of either their business account or their personal account over 12 months or 24 months. And then, you know, we, we, you know, we look at the business, we look at do an analysis and come up with a reasonable expense factor for that business. And that's what we use it as, as income. But, you know, a big piece of what you just said is that we, we're just looking at more factors. We're looking at you know, what else is going on with this borrower. Have they, the, the person that wants to buy a $1.5 million house or a $1.5 million mortgage, have they ever had a mortgage like that? So, you know, a lot of times these people come and they've had a million dollar mortgage and they're just stepping it up a little or, you know, that, that goes into it. Right. On the other hand, if it's somebody who's been renting and paying $1,000 a month, uh, you know, it's not just, necess- you know, it's not all ability to repay, it's experience and pay. Um, and we, we see high quality borrowers, you know, this isn't, we're not looking at our average FICO on our bank statement loan is over 740, Jeff. So the, the, these are a paper borrowers whose, you know, primary challenge is their tax returns. And usually it's their only challenge. It's, it's their tax returns. Sure. Right. Because like you said, they're taking advantage of legal right tax code and uh, trying to minimize their tax uh, exposure. Like Absolutely. Who, who wouldn't do that, right? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> right. No doubt. Hey, which of your products then? I'm looking at some of them on your website, right? Your Platinum mm-hmm. Jumbo Portfolio Select mm-hmm. example. Which mm-hmm. ones do you want to highlight or are you most like a big fan of, you know? Uh, well, I mean, it, 
already talked enough, uh, you know, quite a bit about the bank statement loan. That that's the number one opportunity. And I would say for you know your loan officers that have not participated in non-QM, that's where I would say you should start there. Start talking about self-employed borrowers and and getting and becoming a self-employed uh, originating expert because that is what the market needs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you know we we've kind of trained even our real estate partners to to you know especially soon after the financial crisis, they, they did a lot of weeding out of potential buyers because they realized, gosh, the, the, the guidelines to get mortgages are so tight. I don't want to spend my time with these potential buyers if they can't get a loan. So there's, there's been a lot of years of just pre-screening and, and really screening people out of the market. And, and so what we say is, as a you know, originator, Learn a little bit about these bank statement loans. We'll help you. We'll teach you. We'll even have conversations. We we go on the road and, and do, give presentations to realtors on behalf of our originators. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, there's there's just a lot of things that we can do to, to help um, an originator grow their business, you know, in a, in a market that's really kind of challenged now with with all the, the steep decline in, in refinances that are being predicted for 2022. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you also just, this is jumping out at me. You have, you've got the 1099 income loan. It's a little bit different mm-hmm. than the bank statement, but that goes to what we had said earlier about freelancers, contractors, all that stuff more appropriate. Absolutely. For yeah. And it's, it's similar enough to the bank statement loan. We just don't have to look at the 12 months. We just look at the 1099. <laughs> you know, it's, it's already summarized for us. Right. Right. Very interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so what's got you excited for the coming year? I mean, is, what's interesting is you remember just a few years ago, right? There was this margin compression thing happening in, right. in and that seems to be, I don't know, that's like everybody's forgot because we're all drunk on this, uh, you know, recent last uh, 18 months <laughs> high here, but right. what you, yeah. any, any thoughts on like, you know, what you see coming around or what you guys are preparing to do product wise, perhaps? You know, there's, there's uh, the, the products right now, Jeff, it's not, there's not going to be a lot of, you know, bells and whistles added on. We, we make enhancements and improvements. Basically what we do is when we see that we're making a lot of exceptions and they're all very similar exceptions. We just change the guideline so that it's no longer an exception. <laughs> so, you know, we do con- continue to kind of expand the box where it makes sense, yeah. but you know, you talked about margin compression and things like that. The, the nice thing about non-QM, and this is something that our originator, originator partners have told us over the years, is that it's such a different sell, uh, if you will, because, you know, a lot of originators are used to competing on one thing. And you know what that one thing is, right? It's rate. And 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 in the agency world, that's kind of all there is. Right. Um, and, and a borrower, you can quote a rate and they can go on their computer at home that night and find five other lenders that are probably going to beat your rate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what happens in the non-QM space. You're actually you're actually a consultant and you're providing solutions to these borrowers because these borrowers have more than likely been turned down for a loan. So right. they're not online and they don't, you know, they really don't have the ability to go online and, and and quote, get rates quoted and, and it's shopping you. They're, they're, in most cases, they're thrilled that you, you provided a solution so that they can buy that house that, that they've been wanting to buy for years. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, with me being a marketing guy, that's the filter I'm looking through this um, 
just like any other niche, be it a divorce niche, be it a non, you know, investor niche, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. when you're, when right. you're solving problems, you know, differentiating, um, and you're providing that higher level of expertise and knowledge, right? People pay for that. And to your right. point, so you're going to get away from the, the price negotiation more so if you're actually, you know, able to deliver these solutions, which they are hard to find or few people are talking about. Um, and, and here's here's another little nugget, Jeff, yeah. that I think some of your originators might might understand. So we're talking about self-employed borrowers, right? You know, the tax returns. There's a lot of people that that they qualify with their tax returns, but they really don't qualify for as much house as they want or need. I mean, you think about price appreciation that's occurred over the, the last 18, 24 months, mm. you know, houses are, are expensive. And so we have a lot of our customers now, they'll get the tax returns when they take an application, but they're all, they'll also go ahead and get the bank statements and they'll, you know, it's really quick working with Angel Oak. We'll, we'll tell you within 24 hours, exactly what income we will use based on those bank statements. And so Yes, the borrower might be able to qualify for a loan, but maybe they only qualify for a $500,000 loan and they, they want to buy a million dollar house and they need a larger loan. Well, that's that, the bank statements are a solution. And, and so that's, that's kind of, you know, we've seen that happening a lot now. And, and the originators that understand this non-QM and understand bank statements, they've really been able to differentiate themselves in the market to right. the, those real estate agents that, hey, listen, I, I know this borrower, you're trying to find find that borrower a $600,000 house and it's not working, but I, you know, I, I can I can show him a way that he can afford a million dollar house. And, you know, real estate agents are going to be pretty, pretty happy about you, you coming up with a solution like that. Yes, that's a pretty compelling, <laughs> for those that are calling agents out there, how about if I could increase your average transaction size by X, right? <laughs> uh, uh, you got it. That's, and, 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 Agents want to hear that, you know, they, they want to, they, they want to be educated about this. The funny thing to me is that, you know, I mentioned that we'll go and give these presentations to real estate agents with, with a loan officer partner of ours. And, and we'll kind of be the, the resident expert on non-QM and self-employed borrowers. It never fails after that presentation, two or three real estate agents come up and say, Hey, can I get one of these loans? <laughs> you know, because they're in the boat, they're, they're the 1099, they, oh, they yeah. write everything off and, and they need a loan. And so it's, it's, uh, it, it just, there's so many reasons as an originator to, to understand these products and get out there and, and market them and market yourself as the expert in the space. Yeah. And I guess, so, you know, to put a cap on that, I'll think of like, you know, I talked to a lot of LLs who struggle with how to show up on social media, what to post and, you know, what do they say for those that are doing videos and stuff like that. Uh, and this is the perfect lane for that is obviously, you know, specializing in this niche of the underserved market, if you will, uh, the self-employed, et cetera. Just, mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many plays, you know, cards to play here from the realtor thing to the, you know, to the content thing, you know, on and on and on. So if you're not right. considering leading with education along this aspect, you know, I think you're missing out on the uh, big time for sure. And on that end, if, if you are a partner, if you sign up to do business with Angel Oak, we have a full marketing site that, you know, as an example, you can take, we have self-employed borrower flyers that have already been built that say nothing about Angel Oak and our uh, LOs can go in and put their, their logo and their information. And they've got a flyer that they can just post it on social media and they can keep doing it and, and really kind of show that, Hey, I am the expert in these 
these non-QM loans and, and these self-employed borrower loans or investor loans or whatever. It's we've got all these tools already built that look, you know, extremely professional. And all it takes is you just go in and put your information and, and save it and it's yours. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Any any help that that we can provide for them is is gonna be uh, you know, useful for sure. And I think mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm I'm reminded of the phrase I've been doing a lot of reading lately on branding and you know all the stuff that we're talking about. And one of the phrases that just popped in my head was um, "be for someone instead of everyone," and that is a way to really get noticed and get attention. So be for someone, and that someone would be right these folks that aren't vanilla cookie cutter. And with that, whenever I say this and I start talking about people to people with niches and stuff, like the fear is, oh, if I specialize in self-employed, I'm not going to get the W-2 borrower, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, you will, right? Yeah. You can no. say no to that. But guess what? If you if you aren't putting a stake in the ground and being for someone specifically, it's even harder for your voice to get heard. That's why I'm such a fan of like, you know, choosing self-employed, for example. I love I love that so a self-employed expert and then and that is that's something that we've seen over the years is that people might they lead in with that but if you know think about it if you get a, a referral and you you help a self-employed borrower who thought they couldn't get a loan you help them get into a house you're going to get referrals for the agency full doc the, you know the stuff that you're you're you've been doing all along so it's right. just kind of it's just building your business. It's building your brand, like you're saying. And, and uh, I think non-QM is a great way to do it. 100%. All right. So this has been a good high-level overview education of why non-QM. Clearly, it's a large segment of the market moving forward. Lots of opportunities we've talked about already around how to position yourself. Once again, for those who want to learn more about Angel Oak, where should they go? Angeloakms.com. Awesome. Tom, I appreciate you making time, man. I know you're super busy. Hey, Jeff, appreciate it. Enjoyed talking with you. All right, listeners, you know what to do. If you want to learn more about non-QM, Angel Oak, you've got the uh, address. We're going to put the link in the show notes, so go check them out. I highly encourage you to do. They're a leader in the space, and uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit.
Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.